Hello, lovely people. Welcome to the Thriving Women Artists podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am Sarah van Dongen. I am Doreen Bellar. I'm Ping He. And we are here to share our creative journey and to support you on yours. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode where we have another guest. And this is Emmy Smith. I don't even know. Is it Smith or Schmid? Smith. Smith. <laughs> Just okay. Emmy Smith. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to talk about the importance of working on your own project with Emmy. But before we go into this topic, maybe, um, Emmy, you can talk a little bit about your work because you are a children's book illustrator and author, and you also translate. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. Correct. So, um, Mati talent. <laughs> exactly. You do all the things. So, maybe tell us a little bit about your journey as an artist if you want right right yeah so that's not where I started I I did fine art um first I started in Arnhem mm -hmm. in the Netherlands and then did an exchange in England really loved it there stayed uh finished my course there and then um graduated and then was like what do I do now and then <laughs> realized I wasn't sure how to navigate sort of the fine art world. Mm -hmm. And then, what, what kind of work did you make? As a, I think fine yeah. art, it's so broad. Like it can be that's anything. It. Yeah, that's mm. it. I didn't I have any direction, mm. and um, I I always drew lots of really really large um, figurative, mm. uh, quite narrative actually mm -hmm. pictures. Um, but just didn't really know what to do with all these big drawings. I just have those big drawings. <laughs> I was like, well, this is great, but you know, this doesn't pay the rent. How am I going to yeah. do that? Um, <laughs> so yeah, just one day I realized, um, I was looking at my bookshelf and I realized it was basically filled with picture books and children's <laughs> books and I'd never stopped reading them. And it sort of just clicked because I'd always... Um, written stories as well and I was like hmm well this could give me some direction yeah because um for me it was very late in life yes yeah, that I realized that creating picture book is a job <laughs> really? that can, like that that this is what some people do did, did you feel the same like oh my god yeah. this is actual people no, I, was, oh. I was very aware of it I remember oh being like, I don't know, five or something. And my my dad had given me my first Royal Dahl book and mm. I was just in love with Quentin Blake. And I was like, I imagine being a writer or an illustrator. That'd be oh. so great. Just never really realized that I could do that. Oh, well. <laughs> that's strange how things work. Like that it's so far, that you think it's so far from you or something. Yeah. Well, mm. so far out of reach, it's just yeah. not possible for you or, you know, you're just not. Mm. Yeah. And look at you now. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But since the moment you decide to pursue and, and how, how, what the steps did you take to like, like now this is what I want to go and how did yeah. you take steps to go from, you know, the, the first step to now? How do you do that then? Well, I wasn't sure how to do it on my own because I had no connections and didn't know illustrators or writers. And then I just started Googling online 
and found um, a course in Brighton. I was living in Brighton at the time, mm-hmm. a master's degree, uh, which was um, it was called sequential design slash illustration. So it wasn't focused on on only illustration, but more on like narrative art, which can be you know anything from animation to film to even fine art to children's books. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna get out another loan. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Good for good you. Know, art makes so much money. I'll I'll earn it back. That's it. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, I basically bought myself a year to focus on my own project and to to receive guidance and you know tutorials, lessons and stuff. And that really worked. And within the year, I'd finished my own first picture book and then I'd put it on Twitter. And then, you know, magically this publisher was like, oh, this looks interesting. Can you send us the book? I was like, really? <laughs> can't be this easy. <laughs> that was, it was a good start. After that, it was quite hard. But the the, the first initial thing was like, no, this can't be that easy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pinch yourself like, I mean, dream world. <laughs> yeah, I was like, right, on? I'm in. This is it. And then, no, I'm not in. This is really hard work. <laughs> <laughs> It's the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it was I, good. I feel like, you know, if if you spend, if I'd spend years trying to sell that book, um, I might have given up. But because I've had that first experience, I was like, okay, well, it is possible. So I'm just going to have to stick with it and keep doing this. Yeah, I think it's it's good to have something out there. Even I know people who have made one book and nothing else, but they're still like this sounds a little bit negative. <laughs> they're still working. Like it's okay. Let yeah. me. I-, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I've had one book out for years. Going, no, yeah, me too, really? me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like it that uh, two things here like you put yourself out there first of all on Twitter, and the secondly, you know, um, people who who are you know, a lot of publisher or editor they are on social media quite often, especially Twitter and uh, for book publisher and and also illustrator agents they're also looking everywhere. So, and the second things like. You just have to stick with it, and and I mean, not only the first book, but you have to believe in yourself. Just just follow the path. Otherwise, you jump around instead of yeah, you go from book publisher or book publishing industry and go for pattern design, and then switch and yeah. make crafts with ceramic, and then something else, and then you just go one off hop off to go another road. But which is good that you stick with one path. That is yeah. Well, I guess it wasn't even that much of a choice. It's just, well, this is what I want. So I'm just going to stubbornly stick with it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think, I think um, that's what's, what you need to be sort of stubborn and to be... I think a lot of really famous artists, they had this sort of tunnel vision. You know, they only did still lives or they only did like portraits like or self-portraits or like it's this... <laughs> sort of maniac obsessive thing and it, I, that's it it kind of yeah. feels obsessive. it feels like even if no one pays me for it or i'll never publish another book i'm gonna do it anyway because yeah. 
you know, I such an outlet and it's such a, an obsession and a passion and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's also um, around the way we also interview a lot of different artists. I think one thing in common, the passion drives their, you know, they have up and down some most of the time, they're a long time and then sometimes struggle time, frustration time because this passion and leads them like see the light and at the end of the tunnel. And then, you know, something keeps on going, believing themselves, like what you said, just keep on going and yeah. keep no matter what other people do it, but just believing yourself and keep on, keep on making it. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it's not just about, you know, I'm not, always self-confident in this but if I don't do it then nothing's going to happen so I might as well <laughs> yeah. yeah I uh I I know what you mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's also um acknowledging that your passion or what you love to do isn't only um you won't like Sorry, it's quite early for me somehow. Um, <laughs> you won't, it's not only like happiness, right? There are, uh, even in your, your dream job, there are parts that, that you don't like or you struggle with or mm -hmm. you're insecure or, yeah. but that doesn't mean it's not your, your dream job. Yeah, exactly. And um and most people waiting for inspiration coming and drop your head and a good job coming like I just graduated and 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 now where's the job you know and then you mm -hmm. just like go for it and even many fails but sometimes successful and sometimes like go back to the ground zero again but you know that's that's the thing most artists just give up maybe and uh, um, we find another job pay the rent and then okay there's nothing for me and then even though they didn't put 100 200 percent of themselves out there yet but you did <laughs> <laughs> what's what's also part of it i feel that um sometimes people are ashamed of admitting that they want to be artists or illustrators i think a lot of people they need you know, maybe they have a family or they have a house yeah. or they have parents. Like they need a full-time job or a part-time. Like they really need to make money. They have yeah. all these obligations. Mm -hmm. And then they make art in their spare time. And somehow being a hobbyist or not making money from your art is somehow people are ashamed of that to admit, I think, I think it's somehow in this society that you're only successful or it's only really your job if you make money from it. And I think that's so exactly. weird and it bullshit. Is, or if you only, you know, if if, it's, if if that's, it only counts if it's your full income. Yeah. But who yeah. decides whether, yeah. you know, art is only art when you, you make a living? Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of questions about it. People are like, oh, what a nice hobby. You yeah. Have. <laughs> yeah but also like in that in that question, like in that statement, it's like, well, if somebody tells me what a nice hobby, then I get offensive because I understand hobby as something negative, which obviously isn't true. It's like I don't understand why this word has got such a sort of not really serious. Uh, yeah, it's true. Actually. It's yeah. your hobby because you put a lot of time in it because you love it. So it's important to you. Yeah, so yeah. 
I thought, yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to rethink that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, when I think about hobby hobbyists, I think about, and this is nothing negative. <laughs> like it's so <laughs> difficult to, but I think about like men with little trains <laughs> in the attic, and I think about sort of, I don't know, women who do bullet journaling and there's and i have to say this again i love trains and actually i would love to be able to do bullet journaling so there's nothing negative about these things but hobbies hobbyists or having a hobby could also be making beautiful illustrations or amazing artwork yeah exactly a few hours a week. this sort of dull connotation yeah no. yeah that depends on how you interpret it. And then I was thinking, yes, I don't need to work because every day I do, I love to do, it's not a job. So you think it's a hobby, that's what you think. And I just show up every day and uh, it's a profession, just like doctors and just like lawyers, even though I pay as a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's the difference between a hobby and a profession. You show up every day, Yeah, yeah, regardless of whether you're ill regardless of whether no. well, I mean, if you're ill you should go to bed but you know um yeah. it's it's a profession and that makes it different from a job so to me what I'm doing doesn't feel like a hobby at all I've which you know that feels like a big loss because I loved it as a hobby <laughs> I'm like I have no other hobbies <laughs> I'm the same yeah yeah me too yeah well, I we do have lots hobbies. of hobbies, but it feels like the biggest, I've lost my biggest hobby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. It's, uh, we narrow down more, I think. Uh, at the beginning, we have much more hobbies, and now we narrow down and narrow down yeah. and narrow down. And There's this no the time. Past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, we, we, we talk about you going to the publishing world, and are you concentrate only on the children's book uh, or you can also do something like adults book as well oh know? yeah i'd love to i've got loads of ideas just i haven't got the time to do it all in one go <laughs> but yeah i'm i um uh, i aim to spend another hundred years making books <laughs> <laughs> that's what good kind of books i don't know yet and, um, and how many books a year do you write and illustrate that illustrate really depends it? like mm. one book took me a year another book took me four years because you know life happened um picture books tend to take me at least six months if I well four months if I only illustrate them and if then if I write them myself I can spend sort of years sitting on a story and then not feeling convinced about it and then suddenly it becomes a book and then it's also about finding a publishers who, you know, gives you their sort of trust and goes, yeah, we believe in this. Um, and I think that's really important to have your publishers be 100% on board. Yeah. yeah. And um, you, you go back to the first publisher who contacted you or you have more publishers now? I've got a couple now, about five, I think. Yeah. Wow. And still with the first publisher, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's nice. Um, okay, do you have any specific sketchbook habits? 
Oh, I wish. I wish. I wish there was this cool person who's just like sitting in cafes all day long doing you know, whenever I'm sitting somewhere, I'll just take out my sketchbook and be productive and I'll look cool. But no, I spend, you know, ages resenting my sketchbook sometimes. And go like everything inside is ugly. Or <laughs> or I'll and then I won't touch it for months or I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And then I don't feel like a proper artist because I feel like I should, but you made that <laughs> oh, and yeah. um but then I'm... other times I'll spend months with my nose in a sketchbook and I don't want to do anything else. So it doesn't really feel like I've got a routine, kind of a love-hate relationship. <laughs> that's that's my sketchbooks. <laughs> I love I love what you said because I'm the same. I feel like and Sarah is different cup of tea. She shows up every day. She have five pages sketch in the sketchbook yeah. a day. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could do that, but apparently that's not how it works for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you should also sort of accept. Yeah, who you are, well, what kind it. of sketchbook person you are. Exactly. <laughs> well, if, you, if, if you even want to be a sketchbook person, if you want to just scribble no. on lots of pieces of paper and then lose them, that's fine too. No, yeah. I think everybody should be a sketchbook person. Like, no. well, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's also like sometimes like people think about the work they do. I think it's related to personality. I'm very spontaneous and I have so many ideas and sometimes overwhelming ideas. Some mm-hmm. people are really planned. They, they they executed things according to their plan, you know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it works, but I saw some people do that. Like, oh, very detailed. You even know when you're going to do at 2 Pretty o'clock well. in this afternoon on Tuesday afternoon, 2 to 3, what you do. Yeah. And I try to do that, that I'm freaked yeah. out, like, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, I have to look at my plan. Oh, no. Exactly. So it's, it's Who are so... these people? <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I've accepted. Like, okay, I, I don't do that. Well, I wanted to, but it doesn't work. So never mind. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, it's a, a balance between sort of accepting who you are and at the same time pushing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, not going like, well, this is just who I am, because yeah. I don't mm. think that's a good attitude. So now, now we can ask the most important question, though, just joking. Mm-hmm. And why you think it's important to work on your own personal projects or well, project? A couple of reasons. I think it's a good space to uh, figure out what's important to you. And then secondly, share that, because we're all human, so even though it can feel a little bit self-centered, it's also like, yeah, well, loads of people are probably going to have these feelings or these questions or these fascinations or struggles. So, you know, try and be a bit vulnerable and share it and see what happens. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people Mm. think they're alone in their struggles and then they are also... They also find it ex- extra scary to share it. Um, mm. I think for yeah. me, for me personally, I think it's really important to work on your own project. And like compared to when a publisher comes to you and has like a story and and there's a deadline and you work on that story, I think um, if you work on your own projects. 
what you said, that story comes from you. And actually a lot of, you might think that books come or like um, children's books, like the author is the initiator and then he writes the story and then the illustrator illustrates it. But I think also often the illustrator comes up with a story and maybe he or she isn't that good at writing as Emmy is. And then <laughs> the author writes the idea down. Um, I think, you know, if only authors would write stories and the illustrators would just illustrate the story of the author, we would miss half the stories. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, especially, yeah, especially with picture books. They're yeah. kind of half-half, aren't they? They're like this marriage between words and pictures. And if you take yeah. them out, then the, the other half doesn't make sense anymore. No, <laughs> no not at all. Yeah. I have a lot of illustrator friends and they are not like they are in the stage right now. They are in the industry for like 10 or 8 or 10 years now. They have a few books out there and like they used to illustrate for others. And now they are intent to also illustrate and write their own children's mm -hmm. book. And I think it's also kind of like they build up confidence. They they know what to page turn, how to, you know how to set the plot, and you know the more you work with others and in the industry for a while, and then you kind of know um, you know can take up the writing. Everybody at the beginning when they were little, like my daughter's eight, and she started to write her own book. But I think you know there is talk think about no plot and anything else just crack character only her, her and her her again and she again you know but mm -hmm. I think a certain moment um you do you have kind of like what kind of percentage you write and illustrate or you only illustrate for for others it's like percentage half a half half you illustrate for others or you also do half of the book um, I mean, half of the book, how you say that? <laughs> like yeah, you have a project a year, then half of the project you illustrate and write yourself and other half of the project a year that you only illustrate for others. Is that a percentage wise? Well, I don't know figures, but I do know that it takes a lot longer to write and illustrate my own book mm -hmm. compared to, you know, being, giving a, being given a manuscript and uh, illustrating that. Um, it costs so much more time uh to write my own book even if it's just just a picture book <laughs> than that you know it's just two thousand words maybe <laughs> um and i think the other thing is i don't get paid to um write and illustrate my own story so it's just something that needs to develop in sort of spare time initially <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then you know, find a publisher for it, and then you'll get a contract or not, and <laughs> go to another one, um, and then eventually you'll you'll get an like um, an advance, and but I think that's another reason why. So, say if I had loads of money, I'd probably spend lots of time writing and illustrating my own books, but I don't have loads of money. So I, yeah, I also have to just work um, yeah. and illustrate other people's stories, which isn't to say that I like that less because it's it's just a different thing. People come up with their own stories and then I get to 
illustrate all these things I wouldn't have come up with. Or I'd, you know, if it's, I'm just going to say something silly, but if it's a book about cars, I'll have to draw cars. And I wouldn't write a book about cars because I don't know how to draw cars. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a good, it's a very different challenge and I really love it. (laughs) I think it's always very, it's very interesting because a book um with an author and an illustrator it has two minds that sort Mm -hmm. of connect so somebody wrote the text and somebody else is going to illustrate it so it has Mm -hmm. there are yeah two creative brains behind it and Mm -hmm. i only um, made like wrote one book myself and illustrated it and i remember that it was very difficult because i really felt that i needed to sort of split myself (laughs) to sort of somebody writing and then somebody illustrating because I didn't want the text and the illustrations to be too similar Mm -hmm. in in like feeling or language I wanted there to be you know uh sort of a a difference between them right Mm -hmm. oh that's a really interesting take on it I had not really yeah, well, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> did it feel? Did it feel like it was like an anchor to you? You know, when when we talk about the importance of projects, personal projects, did it feel like it was an anchor? So no matter what was going on in your life, or you could always go back to that. I think so. Yeah, for me, um, it takes the edge off. Um, things so if I have to or I mean have to I mean I illustrate somebody else's story and then sometimes and then I don't agree with things or you have to make concessions and with your own project if you don't have a publisher yet you don't have to uh, have to do that you can just be fully yourself and I think that really helps me to um yeah be more i don't know relaxed with the actual project the actual Uh, money making you know what i did i have a solution for all (laughs) 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 i what you know i was listening to you guys you won't have your own project and you if you have been in the industry for a while and I'm now thinking, first of all, you want to illustrate a book you really love to do and you're really passionate about. And secondly, you, you know, uh, it's great. You have two different creative minds at the back uh, of the book. I'm not ig- ignoring there are so many great books out there that there are two creative mind illustrator and author working together smoothly. I cannot deny it. There are so many good project collaboration between two. But I also see the struggle um, you try to understand what he or she wants to do and he or she wants to interfere your illustration process. Sometimes do happen, the struggle. So what I did is I I, I have a mini, mini book that is like a smaller book. Um, some project idea not to do it in a big 32-page children's book format. So I make a smaller, like six or seven or eight pages, smaller book, smaller book for adults. Um, mm-hmm. if, like a if, scene. You know, like a little yeah, scene. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. 
And then I just test the idea. I publish it. I will publish it. I just have now two stories. And just just show to the people what you think of it, you know? And if, and this really drives me. I want to do more of it. If people don't like it or like it, it do as a, a marketing research. And I know, <laughs> I know there's so many ways to improve book. But I think the best way is just have to put in time and just have to make it happen. If you say, hey, I have a good idea behind the scene, a lot of projects going on, a private work going on, but you never let the things to see in the world. But now mm -hmm. I put outside in the wild world, maybe cost me 50 euro to publish like three or five, depends on different versions. But that's 50 euro good invested. It's only 10 cups of coffee. <laughs> yes. That's it's depressing. Right. The prices of coffee. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah. so then your idea is tested and you're happy as an illustrator and your project is seen, not hidden in your drawer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it and works. And then mm -hmm. all the bookstore has your book. Like the bookstore has my all my cards. I never think they will have yeah, it's like silver lining during COVID. And my card is all there. So I was thinking I'm going to do the same thing. And I self-published my own book. And next week, this moment, I'm going to, no, not next week, on 8 and 9 and 10, I was standing next to the publisher to show my maybe mini book as well as my cards. See, problem solved, do you see? <laughs> That's really exciting. It is really exciting to see your own stuff in shops, isn't it? Like, oh, look, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. I, I literally forget. I love going to bookshops. And then, you know, I've always done that. And then I walk into a bookshop and occasionally I'll walk into my own book and I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> Did you do that? Yeah, wonderful. And do um, you want to um, ask our more questions? Um, do you have more time for us? Definitely. Um, okay. Um, what kind of theme you like to, uh, you are interested to explore um, or write in the future or right now? I'm not quite sure. I started off with quite difficult, well, in brackets, difficult topics. So the first book I did was uh, Luna's Red Hat, mm -hmm. and that was about a girl who lost her mum to suicide, which wow. was quite a weird thing to start with. I'm going to write a children's book about suicide. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> um, but it was important to me for personal reasons. And then I did a book uh, which was sort of focused on LGBT issues, things, not issues, topic, sort of, yeah. It hinted at LGBT things, related things. And now I've I've done a book about trauma, and I'm getting to the point where I'm like, maybe I should do some light things. <laughs> just, you know, it's okay if the story is just enjoyable and fun mm -hmm. and lighthearted. So I, I think, well, yeah, oh, I like both now. I okay. don't want to pigeonhole myself and, <laughs> you know, write about death and that kind of thing. <laughs> Actually, um. I just really admire you. Uh, in a way, I'm just not making you feel happy. I mean, a lot of people can write happy 
book, but I think it's so nice that you true to your own feeling that you dare to write something of the age. Um, I mean, that's like not mainstream books. And I really love that you put this, you, your voice, you give voice to people who love to hear about this part, kind of like a dark, not so pleasant life is like that. You or not every day sunny yeah. weather. Um, it's reality. It's reality. Yeah. I really admire your bravery, bravery, how I say the words, bravery. And you have courage to do so. And you are not afraid that there's a rejection out there, but and I'm so glad your publisher found you. And I'm really wow. cheer for you. Really, we need more people like you <laughs> to really so bite. Cool. Yeah, to bite first apple. I mean, the apple or first <laughs> crab. I mean, that's so brave. And I, Thank you. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a full-hearted to admire you that. <laughs> oh, it's really sweet. I'd never seen it as brave. It was just like, well, yeah. it was a personal thing. It happened. I'm... This is a space to explore that theme and also from a different perspective, why aren't there any picture books about for children about suicide? Because it happens. Mm -hmm. So is there a reason? Is it because it's it's you know it's just impossible to write about such a difficult topic without sort of re-traumatizing the child? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it just became this whole research project was like I need to find out the answer maybe it isn't possible and that's why there aren't many books about it for young children mm. but if it is then I think it's important that there should be and I really like the words you said I just want to find the answer yeah and that's it, how things start isn't it personal projects you've got a curiosity or something that bothers you or whatever drives it it's like I need to find an answer. <laughs> I'm going to write this on a note to remind myself. Really great. I love it. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. So good. And, and what thing is saying that you're brave and that you don't really feel it like that? Because I think that maybe when you were doing that project, you felt like you couldn't do anything else. Like this yeah. was what you were doing. So... It wasn't about being, you didn't feel like it was about being brave or not. It was no. just, this is what you had to do. But for for the rest of us who are not you, it's it's brave. So. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not a, you know, an easygoing topic. Yeah. And I, I see a lot of success for author illustrated, and especially I also on the Scooby um, uh, conferences and also some, some people also in, he is from a society, um, you know, some certain topics taboo, but he, he mm -hmm. was bullied and, and he, it's very painful for him to reopen the scar, how the time mm -hmm. he was bullied and how he has been his childhood, adult, young adulthood. And it's, and I, I was watching the conference with tears and mm -hmm. I, I think it's not about when you are doing that, you certain, certain you don't look at outside world, but you just like really discover, go deep in your topic. You are too deep in your topic and you just want to make it happen like a puzzle. You want to solve the problem, what, find out what is possible out there. And I, I'm not sure what his motivation is. He just want to have a voice, have something to, to, to be answered and, and that's his motivation, I I think, and 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 there's so many great books out there because 
the author or illustrator, they're working together or by her or himself, they just want to find the answer. And this resonates so many readers that this kind of book is not out there before you or not very obviously to be found, but you put your time and efforts out there from a private project, a private project to develop develop a book that other people can hold on their hands resonates with you. And they say, mm-hmm. that's what I think that I was in that shoes or that was me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, uh, and that's amazing. You need to write more. <laughs> Not I, am. I am. <laughs> yeah, really well, nice. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to do a fun book now. <laughs> and then afterwards, I'm sure I'll think of something really difficult again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's good to hear. We can't wait to see all the difficult subjects yeah uh, portrayed in in children's books um i think we've come to the end of our episode right yes. thank yep. you emmy this is yes. so, thank so, you. such oh, a lovely thanks. conversation i really love it yeah thanks for the invitation it was really lovely to be here you're welcome you're welcome everybody who's listening if you don't follow emmy yet on instagram you can follow her. What's your Instagram handle? We will also put it in the show notes, but maybe you can say it. Uh, it's studio.emmy.smit and Emmy is spelled E-M-M-I and Smit is spelled S-M-I-D. <laughs> All right. We Great. can put on the show notes as yeah. well. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Emmy, again for your time and uh, such a lovely conversation. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to today's episode please check out our show notes or our website thrivingwomenartists.com if you like our podcast please leave a review see you next week